Buildings have evolved, so let's give them the attention they deserve. This is 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. We're a building solutions provider with more than 350 professionals and 150 technicians with one goal in mind, to make your building better. Hey everyone, and welcome to 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the experts at Boland and your source for everything you need to know about having a better building facility. I'm Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Joining me today is Vince Dawson. He's the general manager at Boland Supply. Vince, thanks for joining me. Oh, thank you, Tyler, and pleasure to be here with you. Well, I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to talk to you today, Vince, and today we're talking about uh, choosing your parts and supplies partner, and there's obviously a lot that you have to think through when it comes to that relationship. Uh, Vince, talk us through why it's important to choose the right parts and supply partner in the first place. I think the best reason for choosing the right supplier is can you improve your location or your business's operation? through service, thus minimizing the downtime or discomfort within a building. So additionally, the right supplier can recommend and or offer suggestions to maximize the efficiency of the equipment as well as the space. So someone who is a partner, not just a supplier, in essence, somebody who will help you work through your problem or issues rather than simply supplying you what you asked for. That's a great way to think of it, that that collaborative approach, right, and bringing that expertise to the table, I think can be a big thing. And given your experience in this area, you've certainly seen that firsthand, I would guess. I've seen that a lot. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. So Vince, talk us through what factors should be considered when choosing a parts and supplies partner. Like you mentioned, having that collaborative approach where you can provide guidance and expertise is obviously crucial, but what else should people be looking for? What should a parts and supplies partner bring to the table? Yeah, I think the customer first needs to identify what their needs are and what's most important to them for their building or their business. Is that payment terms, shipping, delivery, quality, communication, lead times, etc. Or it could be all of them. All have their importance. So then review your options, schedule a meeting with each company's representative and get a feel for their business style and willingness to help. Don't be scared to ask for references. Check with some of their current customers to get a feel for their performance and their reputation within the market or the industry. So when you're having that conversation about priorities, what does that conversation typically look like? Can you walk me through maybe an example uh, of how you would do that uh, with the various stakeholders that that are obviously going to be interested in the outcome of that conversation? No, absolutely. I think the, the first part of the conversation is, you know, what is their most important key? Are they looking for a quality product or are they looking for something that gets the job done that's cost effective? You know, where is they have they had the most pain in the past? Is it shipping lead times, delivery, poor communication? And then explain to them how that you would operate and how you could be able to fill that need. I think that's a great. I think that's a great summary of uh, of how those conversations can and, and should go. So, um, when it comes to energy efficiency, that's obviously a huge topic, and we've talked a lot about it on the podcast up to this point. But what energy efficiency products do you think are critical for a supplier to provide as people look more and more towards energy efficiency and and standards change on a regular basis as well? What types of products do you think are critical for for suppliers? So that's a uh, very broad subject. Tyler, a deep question. <laughs> I mean, it could be as simple as a notched V-belt over a standard belt, a smart thermostat, and go as deep as a full-fledged building management system, 
that could span from changing an old motor in a unit to an ECM motor, and all the way to a variable frequency drive on a piece of equipment, or possibly the equipment itself. One thing for sure today, there is no shortage of improved energy efficiency products in the HVAC market. So jumping back to question one, have a supplier that's a partner becomes key. As they listen to your needs and help fulfill them, they just become an extension of you and your company. Hmm. So like you, like you mentioned there in, in your first answer, just talking about that collaborative approach and, and finding a true partner... When it comes to the experience that uh, that a partner has and maybe the the level of insight and expertise that they can provide, how would you recommend um, someone out there discussing these things with a potential parts and supplies partner? As you, as you think about that, what, how would you vet and, and try to get to the bottom of, do you have the expertise required to guide me in these decisions? Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. And I think it would be the the customer has to be confident enough in their situation, their ability to ask those questions. And if they don't get the answer they're looking for right away, probe a little bit further. It may could be a communication or a terminology difference between them, or make it as as simple as, you know, what can you do to help us improve our energy efficiency within our building or products you offer? And that would normally get that conversation moving if the person can't answer it, then the chances are they're either not the right person or they're not the right supplier. Hmm. So if if people are out there and they're maybe worried about um, someone who can, who can talk the talk, but whether or not they can walk the walk, would you say that your experience kind of helps back up the things that you say, right? Yeah, your experience and, and what you've seen out there and what you've actually done really backs up kind of the, the things that you can, you can present and the things that you could say to a potential customer or client. Yeah. What we have done in the past, and one thing that I've always, always keep in mind is I never want a supplier or be part of an organization that's going to pull somebody through what I would refer to as the internal pain funnel. And I I say that jokingly, and my team hears it a lot, but for us and a supplier, the main game is make it as seamless as possible for the customer, be an extension of them and help them meet their needs. And anything that happens in the background is Wizard of Oz, paying no attention to the guy behind the curtain. <laughs> I like that analogy. Uh, the, the Wizard of Oz example, that's a, that's a very, very good one. And uh, I, I appreciate that very much. And so, Vince, one of the things that you and I discussed um, off air before we started recording was just the importance for critical facilities to have parts on hand. Can you talk about that in light of this conversation of finding a parts and supplies partner? Um, if you are a critical facility, uh, a place that, that has mission critical uh, components or, or things along those lines, talk to me about why it's important to have um, to have parts on hand at all times and how that relates to choosing the right parts and supplies partner. Absolutely. If you're operating a critical critical facility or tasked with maintaining one, I would not be able to stress enough the importance of having parts on hand. I know no one likes to spend money up front and nobody likes to have their money tied up in inventory for products sitting on the shelf. But if you have a critical facility, that is one of the most important things you can do. There will be times when issues arrive that even are even outside of a supplier's control. I mean, we can look to the recent news for that. I mean, shortages of microchips causing vehicle production delays, cargo ship that was blocking a shipping channel with all the other cargo ships stacking up behind it (laughs) until they could get it moved. 
So I would always suggest if you have a critical facility or you're maintaining a critical facility or an area within your building that is critical, that you have critical components for the equipment that is serving that area. This could be an investment. It could be a consignment from your supplier, which is one of the better ways to go if you don't want to have your cash flow tied up in inventory. But when the time comes for a critical outage and you recover from it efficiently, it won't go unrecognized. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good point and uh, some serious wisdom that you're sharing there because, uh, you know, maybe a couple months ago we'd have thought, uh, you know, th- there's no way that a ship would ever block, you know, a critical uh, a critical place in the world like the Suez Canal for weeks on end. Oh, okay, well, now that's happened. And so uh, so now you, you begin to think about things like that and think about uh, what happens if you can't get parts that you need or, or something along those lines. So I think that's a, that's a very, very good point. So Vince, as we come to the end of our uh, conversation today, uh, just discussing how to choose the right parts and supplies partner. Uh, I, I want to turn it over to you to just give us any final thoughts or conclusions or anything we haven't touched on yet here on the podcast that you think is worth uh, thinking through uh, for people as they make decisions like this and as they consider who they want to partner with on the parts and supplies side. So uh, let me turn it over to you, Vince. Any final thoughts, uh, any conclusions you want to draw from our conversation today? Yeah, I would say once you're ready to make a purchase, clearly outline your needs and expectations up front and monitor your supplier's performance. Have they lived up to what they promised? Are they reaching your expectations? Have there been any hiccups? And I'm sure there will be, but if so, how did they handle them and was that to your expectations? It's really important to choose or have a great supplier. A poor one can damage your business reputation in the eyes of your end customer, whether that's people in your side the building that you manage or operate, or a home. And don't always base your decision on price. The cheapest supplier isn't always the best. I've seen too many times when pricing is a driving factor, and then something goes horribly wrong, there's no one there to support you, and the customer finds themselves making another purchase, costing additional time and money to get the same job completed. And that's not good for anybody. That's not good for anybody at all. And like uh, like pretty much everything in life, you get what you pay for sometimes. And that's uh, I think that's really, really good advice here as we wrap up this episode. Vince Dawson, General Manager at Bull & Supply. Vince, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today on 10 Minutes to a Better Building and sharing your guide for choosing a parts and supplies partner. Vince, we appreciate it very much. Thank you very much, Tyler. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, sir. You as well. And everyone out there listening, thank you for joining us. And we hope you have a wonderful day as well. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure to go check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast these days, you can find 10 Minutes to a Better Building. Subscribe, stay up to date with the latest in thought leadership on buildings from the building experts at Boland. And stay tuned for future episodes of the show. We'll be back very, very soon with another episode covering another topic that will help you have a better building. But until then, for our guest today, Vince Dawson, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.